This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? Good afternoon, if uh, if it can be called a good afternoon. Reports are in that Watford have sacked Rob Edwards, according to Andrew French in The Observer. Um, his, uh, his note on there is uh, Cristiano Gioretta stays in his job, just to add potential insults to injury. Yeah, that's a doozy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What can you say about that? I think the majority of fans previously were hoping that Rob was going to be given time. In fact, I think I can only think of one person who regularly called out Rob as being an appalling fan. That's his opinion. That's fine. But the vast majority of people wanted him to be retained in place. His opportunity to grow and develop as a manager and into the role and to try and get a change at Watford from what we've gone, what we've gone from and what we would hope we had gone to. The words hell or high water seem somewhat lacking in meaning. Now, Justin, are you there, sir? Hello. Can you hear me, Peter? I can hear you. I can hear you. Um, well, so... I'll, be, um, I'll be ducking in and out a bit because I'm sort of in the car. But um, no my, my immediate reaction to this is I, I don't understand why. Um, you know, we're not doing that badly. Results haven't been brilliant, let's be honest. But we're not doing that badly. I think at the end of last season, we all said... Let's see how next season goes as a, cons- a cons- consolidation. Oh, I'm trying to think of the word. Consolidation. Uh, that's the word I'm after. Um, and we'll all be happy with that. And then maybe the year after that, we'll be looking to try and go up. If we remember last season, it was absolutely appalling. You know, the football was dreadful. We were losing game after game at home and away. The, the coaches were dreadful. I think this is a, uh, my initial reaction to this. And, uh, you know, my opinion might change. I think this is a terrible decision, especially if we're now replacing him with Slaven Bilic. I, I just don't see how this is progression. I really don't. Slaven Bilic, 
Slavin Bilic is where it would appear the clever money is on. The definition of clever money could be changing, who knows, but um, uh, Slavin Bilic has, opposed, has supposedly uh, flown in from Split, his family home in uh, in Croatia. So, yeah. No, I just, I'm, I'm absolutely, I'm shocked, Peter. I am, to be honest. Um, I'll be interested to see what everybody else has got to say about it. But well, but... yeah, absolutely. We'll get people on to, to hear what they think. Let's start with Katie. Katie, if you want to come off mute and let us know how you're thinking. I mean, crikey, this, this must be your first day at uni, isn't it? Um, hey, guys, no, it's, I moved in on Saturday, so it's my third day. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, you see, you is, see what happens when you leave Watford? It goes to hell and Everything goes to shit. Go on, Em. What do you, what do you um, think of the news? Genuinely, I'm actually, like, speechless. I honestly had to, like, check the date to check it wasn't, like, April 1st. Mm. Like, I was so... I, I, I don't see why. Like, yeah, what... Just for saying, like, the results have been not amazing, but we were promised that this was a rebuild. You know, you had to give him time. He's had what, like two months in charge like that is not time and we haven't backed him with any of the transfers so there was no doubt that he was going to be struggling slightly but you know the aim was never to you know suddenly be the best team ever because he is you know he's not managed in the championship he was learning as well and he seemed like the most down-to-earth guy you know all of his post-match interviews were like he knew what was going wrong and stuff like there wasn't anything more that he could do with what he had been given i i genuinely don't understand how sacking him is the right decision i genuinely i'm i'm really really shocked and i actually feel really bad for him like obviously we don't know the whole story of what's happened but from what it looks like he's just been chucked in the deep end and then now they're going yeah you can go now genuinely i'm i'm really really like disappointed in like our club like i'm really really shocked uh- couldn't agree with you more. Couldn't agree with you more. Casey, I hope everything goes well up there. Uh, what we'll do is with everybody who's calling, at this moment in time, and I appreciate it's extremely emotive immediately now, how are you feeling on a scale of Pozzo in to Pozzo out? I mean, I literally just tweeted like five minutes ago. I was like, if you're not Pozzo out now, then surely you, like, you've got to be. If you weren't before, you've got to be now. Genuinely, I don't understand what they're doing for this club. They are just ruining it. And it's so sad. Like, it is really sad. Well, there's Katie, everybody. Katie, good luck, and I hope everything's going well up there. Uh, we, <laughs> Thank we you. We look forward to hearing from you from the next time we uh, we, we fire a manager, <laughs> which by my reckoning should be somewhere about the end of November. Excellent. <laughs> Katie, you take care. See you soon now. Thank you. Bye. I've got to say, Peter, I don't think I'm, I'm quite at the pot sale out stage yet, but I think we need some answers, and I think we need to now start being able to quiz the higher echelons of this club as to what their thought processes are in all this, because this is ridiculous. I, I really genuinely am quite shocked by this news. I think you can probably well, tell by the way. I'm I think you probably, I think okay, you're, you're not in the pot. So out, but you're not, are you in the pot? So in category then? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think I'm in the I need to speak to Pozzo category. Oh, I think okay. I'm in the we need to eyeball to eyeball speak to, you know, the the chairman and or the owner. What is what is going on? Well, what what was this all about? Well, let's let other people emote as well. And now I'm fairly sure I know which way Ed from Florida may go at the end of this when I say so. Ed, Pozzo in or Pozzo out? But we'll we'll save ourselves for that. Ed, 
You've presumably seen the news, similar to us, but it must be much earlier in the morning for you, so you're probably blinking and realising it's not a fever dream. What are your thoughts, sir? You have been, uh, you have been, uh, you know, kind of talking around the issues with the regime for quite some time. What are your thoughts now? Yeah, well, it's, it's not the news I really wanted to wake up to, sort of mid-hurricane prep and uh, the pandemonia that goes on in Florida during this time of the year. Hurricane Hurricane We're, prep lab, people. This is the best metaphor you're going to have today. Brilliant. <clears throat> Carry on. So, so this compounds everything, really. Um, listen, those that are listening, um, it's okay, right? You, you don't need to apologise, but if you if you, if you don't want to join Uncle Ron, uh, myself, and and the narrative of the Sunday service now, as Katie said, then I'm not sure when you will. This is just crazy, absolute madness the the promises of the club are just lies um you know we said it at the time we were we were harassed for, for saying it or suggesting it that the, give the club time there, there is no time uh, that this club needs um a, an emergency sunday service will be on the way uh, we're actually sitting down with the watford supporters trust uh this week all being well, um, and I say that from a Florida standpoint, um, logistically, making sure we're not underwater. Uh, but the time for the trust is now. Justin said that we need to hear from Pozzo. That's not going to happen. But the trust still have a power. They were created to manage the club. They were created to make sure the club was in the correct hands and going in the right direction. I'm not sure anyone can say that anymore. Fair enough, Ed. You have, you have been... Anti-regime for, well, as long as we've been talking in terms of your your issues and your concerns, and this is certainly one that has come home to roost. I'm going to ask it simply because I'm going to ask everybody, Ed, Potso in or out. Potso out? <laughs> well done for at least letting me almost finish that sentence. Well done. Uh, it, 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 be careful what you wish for, Pete. I mean, Christ almighty, I would love, love to hear from the faithful today because this no, is, no, 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 no. This is not about who, as you said right at the start, this isn't about being right or wrong. This is about where we are at this minute in time. And I'm sure you'll have your, your Sunday service and you'll be able to say, we told you so all you like. I've got no, no problem not, with that. Not, not you at all. Said it. I just hear this is about judging. Ed, this is about judging. What's the defence at this point? I don't think anybody is forming a defence at the moment. At the moment, I think we're forming a, an opportunity here. What we try to be is a barometer for what people are thinking in and of the time. So we will see what people think when they come on. Cheers, Ed. We look forward to the emergency Sunday service. This isn't an emergency. We don't really do emergencies here. We're kind of more, I suppose, what are we? We're kind of more laid back than that. Let's go to uh, Paul Turner. We've got loads of people come, wanting to come in and have their say. At the end, we will ask you, Potso in or Potso out at this moment in time, because we wouldn't normally ask that question, to be quite frank. It wouldn't be the normal kind of uh, polarising question that we would ask, but I think it's a reasonable one to ask today. Mr Paul Turner, how are you and what are you thinking on this? Well, it's um, it's a game changer now, really, isn't it, for um, anyone that tries to sit on the fence and try and spin it on a positive. Um, I think now this is going to be the real time for people to find their voice and start really asking the questions. I, I just I, I find it a stunningly bad decision. Three days after the club put a picture up saying our boss, they've they've literally done an underhand, um, gone behind his back. It's the same tactic of uh, you know full full spacking of a coach to then just boot him out in an international break again. It's sickening. Um, what was the point of giving someone a chance from a 
League Two position with a long-term project and then boot him out after 10 games when we haven't even given him the tools to really succeed. Uh, we knew he'd make mistakes. He's, he's young. We knew that we've got a team that's unbalanced and in some places unfit and undisciplined. But 10 games to make that decision, absolutely shocking. And I think, bearing in mind, I, I listened to TalkSport. I heard it break on TalkSport. We're just going to be the laughing stock of the country again. That comes down to one person this time, and, and, and as, it, as, it, as it has been for years. That one person owns the club, and he is treating us like absolute fools now. Um, it's just unforgivable. Um, I can't see how anyone can positively spin it. Um, even if Billich gets wins 1-0 for the rest of the season and we go up kicking and screaming, we know what it's going to be like back in the Premiership. It's going to be atrocious, and we'll be straight back down again. Can we stomach that? I don't really think I can, to be honest. We need to start asking for change now because it's embarrassing. Potso in, Potso out. I don't really like my club being run by that man out. There you go. There you go. This is what um, it, It's not a question of what we want to hear. It's a question of what you guys thinking at this moment in time. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for um, all of the stuff that all of the stuff that's fun. The A to Z. What we're trying to be is the fun stuff about supporting a football club. But let's be honest. At the moment, it's very hard to be able to try and get behind a, a club that was suggesting it was going to provide us some identity by being by changing the direction that it was going, trying to be sticking by the manager. By hell or high water, we'll see. Carl, sir, Carl, you're you're there. Uh, come on, let's know what you're thinking. Uh, after well, is it afternoon yet? I'm in I'm in complete shock. I've got to be honest. I I had a text message saying that Edwards is sacked. I was shut up, no way. But yeah, um, shocked, disappointed. I think um, I'm I'm also a little bit upset in the terms of we we've been saying. Well, I've been badgering on that. You know, I think the club's going to turn a corner. I think that the the meeting that I was involved with, which we, you know, we've all we've all talked about before, mm-hmm. myself and Justin were there. We were looked in the eyes by Scott Duxbury, who said we're going to get an identity, we're going to get a, a, a different club, a club that you can be proud of. You know, and it's all bollocks. It's all utter utter crap. <laughs> Look, I, I've been sat on the fence getting splinters about the the potsos and be careful what you wish for. And I, you know, I'll put my hands up. Um, you know, enough is enough. You can't run a football club like this. It's utter, utter horseshit what is happening at this football club at the moment. You know, give give the guy a chance. You know, back the guy. They haven't backed him. They haven't backed him in the transfer window. So what did they expect? I just do not understand how this club can go about running itself like this. What... We, 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 the, the guy previous who I've just caught the end of, he's absolutely right. We're a fucking laughingstock. We're an absolute joke. It is. It is time. You, you're probably going to ask me, Peter. It's time. Go for it. It's time for a change. It's time for a change that the club cannot be run like this. Uh, whether it be Scott Duxbury, Gino Pozzo, whoever, get get the fuck out of my club. Honestly, it's it's a joke. I'm I'm so tired of it. Fair enough, Carl. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Chris. If you want to hit your mic button, let us know what you're thinking at this moment in time as uh, as it's sacking season again. After all, what is September if it's not time to sack a manager, apparently? Chris, what are your thoughts, sir? What month isn't sacking season? Oh, you're, you're, I, I stand corrected. Chris, I do apologise. It was a stupid error. What was I thinking? Go on, mate. What are you thinking? <laughs> How dare you? I know, um, sorry. I'm just absolutely um, baffled, completely baffled by what I've just, just read. Like, we, we were given... Uh, Sort of a manifesto in the summer that Rob would be backed through hell and high water and this, that, and the other. 
to lead us along in, as a sustained club with an identity. And then 11 games into his tenure, they're, they're binning him off. And for, and for what reason? Yes, the results probably haven't been what even the most diehard of Watford fans would have expected, but we, we knew it was a rebuild. We knew he was going to get his, his shape into the team and what he wanted to do. But where's the, where's the longevity in this? Like, we can't keep just sacking managers after sort of 10 to 20 games and expect to go anywhere as a club. Yes, we might scrape up one season, but we're just going to come straight back down with this with this method of management of the club, surely. They've got to go. So, Pozzo in, Pozzo out, you are? Oh, I've been Pozzo in, like, right through. Like I've, yep. I thought they've been brilliant for us and what they've achieved, and the system was working. But now it isn't working, and so the only real option, I think, is they've got to go. Pozzo's out for me. Thank you, Chris. Chris, excellent call. Thank you, sir, for uh, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thanks that. for listening. Cheers, guys. No trouble, mate. You take care. Right, OK, so Hemel, sir, if you want to come on. Guys, we know you will want to get in there and have you say we're going to try and get through everybody uh, pretty quick so that we can get to everybody who just wants to kind of either emote or do whatever they want to say. Rob Edwards had 11 games. Kiko Sanchez-Flores had 12 in his second term. That shows you how little chance he's had. Hemel, what are your thoughts? Um, first, just one word, disbelief. I can't can't believe the news, you know, when, when it came through. Um, I think I heard it from you guys first. Um, you're really disappointed. Um, just feels like, yeah, we've got no identity at the moment. Um, and yeah, there's no structure. It's just, you know, a little bit of a little bit of negative results. And uh, there you go out the door. So yeah, as I said, the revolving door policies are still intact. Um, yeah. Not much more to say. Um, I think Stoke away will be quite a hostile atmosphere, I'll be honest. If we go behind, I think it's going to turn quite toxic, in my opinion. So that'll be interesting uh, to see, you know, all the fans and how they're going to react to that. Um, Let's see. Um, Obviously, the club haven't made it official yet, but it's, you know, there's a lot of news outlets that are making that that, um, kind of news break through. So see what happens in the next few hours. That's true indeed. I think that's all good. What do you think? Potso in, potso out? Um, yeah, obviously, um, I've I've always been a fan of you know what they've done for the club. But yeah, as Carl even said, um, I think it's time for change. It's you know I've got I've got people who are you know from, from even work going you know you've given him this much time. It, yeah, it's it's becoming a joke now. So yeah, I would say out at this moment in time. Okay, cheers, Hamill. Much appreciated, mate. Thank no you. Problem. You take care. See, See you soon. See you soon. See ya. Bye. <sighs> Mr Ian Bacon, we're just going to come to you um, in just a minute. It's now 16 permanent Watford FC managers in 10 years. That's that's permanent managers. That doesn't include you. Hayden Mullins and everything. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's really poor. It sounds like most people who have been supportive of the club and supportive of the regime. And I think everybody's grateful for what the Potsos did in the first, you know, seven to eight uh, years in, the, in, in charge. But this does feel like it's been a you know, a, uh, a a bridge too far. Mr. Ian Baker, so if you want to hit your mic button, let us know what your thoughts are. Yeah, afternoon, Peter. Afternoon, Hi, everybody. Mate. I haven't put good at the front of that sentence. Um, yeah. What are they doing with our club? I I cannot believe this. We all knew this was going to be a season of consolidation. Um, we're not Real Madrid. We're Watford. And, you know, perhaps the people at the the top of the tree need to, um, need to understand that. And, um, you know, I've been a staunch supporter of, of the Pozzos. Um, well, they've been in their tenure, but I can see Uncle Ron's on now. And Uncle, I'm sure Uncle Ron will be pleased to see he's got another um, Pozzo out um, supporter because um, I'm just fed up with what they're, 
what they're doing to our club, really. You know, I've supported this club since 1971 when I was born. Um, and there's more passion in my little toe than there is um, with Gino, et cetera, in, in what they what they want for this club. And I've, I've, I've supported them all, all the way through, but, you know, I've, I just couldn't believe it when I saw the news. Couldn't believe it. And I agree with what's been said about us being a laughing stock. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I'm just having a quick look at Watford uh, online to see if there's there's because they haven't made any announcements. Although they did on Friday announce that there was a new supporter liaison officer, Chris Hall. Christ, that's a great time to be appointed to that particular role, isn't it? Because um, he's going to be busy. Yeah, he's he's going to have his hands full. Good luck, Chris, uh, with everything. Ian, potso in, potso out. Ah. Oh. Potso out now, and um, you know, happy birthday, Joe Pedro, blimey. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Potso out for me. Cheers, mate. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, right, we're gonna come to sorry, guys, we're gonna try and get through everybody as quickly as we can. Let's add in, um, Wendover Hall, Greg, sir, see, oh, spinning wheel of death sounds like a description of the Watford uh, head coach role, but it's not. Greg, you there? Mate? Yeah, I'm here, I'm here, mate, I'm here, mate. All right, I was in a, I was in a shitty mood because I've been delayed getting to Tenerife for twenty four hours, and I'm in an even more shittier mood now. This is an absolute disgrace, an absolute joke. Ron, I'm sorry, you were right. I've had enough. I've had enough. This is an absolute disgrace and a joke. What's happened here is that these senior players have gone to see Gino. And they said, we don't want to work with this silly sporting director of ours. Gino has thrown his toys out of the plan, uh, out, out of the pram and said, no, we're doing it my way. And my way is the only way. Totally fed up. Totally fed up. I can see Mr. Dutchbury walking by his own, his own volition because he, I, I, I understand he is the one that sold the Rob Edwards project to Gino. Let's go the British route. Let's get. Oh, oh, I'm so annoyed. This is a joke. Our club, our club, okay. our club is a joke. I have supported this Italian man, and nothing against Italian people. All the way, all the way. He is a joke, an absolute joke. And Gino Pozzo, get out of my club. Get out of my club. Even if we bring somebody in with with, with smaller pockets that runs this this club as it should be run, um, prudently and and well. Oh, I'm so annoyed. I'm so annoyed. Fair enough, sir. You've already uh, you've already announced there. Now that is Greg, who is as positive as they come. Uh, we always try and be balanced here, but obviously this is tipping everybody over. The question that everybody is therefore going to have to be asked next time is going to be, if pots are out, then who in? And I appreciate that that's not that not the... Peter, who cares? This, this isn't the one to talk about it now. No, 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 no. Who, it's who gotta, cares? It's be... Because whoever comes in will be some Carlos Kickable um, who, who we might have for, for, for six or seven games and then we'll move on again. Had enough of this man. Had enough of him. Goodbye, I, goodbye, Gino. Greg, I get that. I get the fact that it's it's highly emotive, and I can hear Thanks, it in your mate. voice, and I appreciate that. Yeah, you look I appreciate that. Cheers, it's, it's no trouble, mate. It's going to be the consequential next question at some point. Not today. Today is look. Let's take a barometer. Everybody is is, is somewhat peeved, uh, to say the least. 
master of understatement here, at the, at the situation. Everybody had invested emotionally and otherwise towards Rob Edwards and the commitment by Hell or High Water to try to move this in a direction. Everybody appreciated it was going to take time. As I said earlier on, I have only spotted one person who has taken a very, very early dislike to, to Rob Edwards's managerial scheme. That's just one person. And that's his opinion. That's fine. That's what he, that's what he says. The rest of everybody seemed to want to be patient for him. Ray, sir, Ray, you're there. Uh, Ray Patrick, what are your thoughts? I'm just, just disgusted and agree with everyone else's views, um, what's been said. I think probably the time is now, really, that the fans need to make their views in the stadium. Um, you know, just calling it out, pozos out, because unless there's more of that sort of noise being held, I don't think nothing will nothing will happen. You know, it's all well and good us making these voices here, but it, oh, will people listen at the club view? So I think that's probably the next step, really. Fair enough. So it's the next it's the next point, and the, and the next question is, as you say, what's going to happen? Therefore, where are we going to go, and who, and how, and who, and when are protests going to be made? If they are. If they are indeed. So thank you, Ray. Um, I will ask you the question, sir. Potso in, potso out? Potso out, definitely. Potso out. Cheers, Ray. Thank you for calling in. Much appreciated. So Peter, let's go to Peter, yes, WatfordFC.com. Uh, Watford FC has relieved Rob Edwards of his duties as head coach. The board of Watford Football Club wishes to place on record its thanks to Rob for all of his work since his appointment and wish him and his assistant, Richie Carl, who will also leave the club, all the very best for their future careers in coaching and management. The Hornets will confirm its newly appointed head coach in due course. That's the statement from the club. I have just seen that um, Andrew French has put a piece out saying that Juretta stays. Yep, indeed. So it, we thought this time last week that Juretta was out. He's actually staying and Edwards is out. So that's the state of play at the moment. And it was interesting because at the weekend last when that had been announced, it was felt that therefore Edwards was getting backed and that he was going to be having a further level of control or influence or whatever you want to call it. But obviously that seems to have gone for a ball of chalk. Guys, we're trying to get to everybody. Thank you so much for, for, for waiting for us. Louis, Louis, if you hit your mic button, you can uh, let us know what your thoughts are today. Hello, pals. Um, Hello, mate. Yeah, I'm trying to work from home, but I'm at, I'm actually genuinely quite upset. I mean, what what happened to our club is just so... This is, the, this is the worst decision they've made as a board since they, since they, since they took over the club. 17 managers... And what is it now? Nine years? I mean, it's just, <laughs> but they haven't even backed him. And every single week I've said this, we got rid of Kiko Firmino. We didn't get a right wing back. That's been the fundamental problem this season. Not because of Rob Edwards, because the board wouldn't go and buy a right back or get someone on loan. Yet fundamentally, once again, they turn on the manager and say he's the problem. <laughs> he is not the problem. We were, we were, we were promised, sorry, I'm, I'm just absolutely fuming. We were promised a new culture, a new a new system, a new, you know, they, they would believe in a manager and they're going to stick with him and give him time and support him. Eight fucking games. It's, it's laughable. It's so laughable. And after the Middlesbrough game, when we scored the last minute win at Bayo and Rob Edwards came over as a rookie and I thought, yes, like, come on, I'm, I'm really with this guy and it's going to be something special. And I just, I cannot believe it. No other club, no other owner would do this. Just apart from this fucking Italian in charge who doesn't have a clue. 20, was it, sorry, 17 managers. It's just, you don't know what you're doing. The last, genuinely, the last seven appointments, apart from Cisco Munoz, have all been now a failure. It's just laughable. And Scott, I don't know if someone said that 
someone just confirmed that Giretta's staying on. I mean, are, are we? Are, are we? Are we like idiotic? Are we? Are they, are they actually retards? I, I, I just don't. I genuinely don't understand how they can think that is the future. Giretta, the guy who failed at CSK Sofia, the guy who failed at Udinese, the guy's now failing at Watford, the guy leaked news of his wife. Yet we think Rob Edwards, the passionate guy, the guy's assistant, proven record for Forest Green. Yet he's the problem, is he? I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely laughable. And my, my only theory is, is that we didn't sell Ismail Assar, we didn't sell Shao Pedro. Granted, we got quite a lot of money in sales in the summer to sort of make up for being relegated from Premier League financially. Have they suddenly realised that we have to get promoted this season from a financial point of view? Because Slavin Bilic would imply instant success. Slavin Bilic is not, he's not a project. He did, he did a good job at West Ham um, and he also did instant success at West Brom, got, got them into the Premier League and then got sacked. I, I, just, I, I just fundamentally don't see how anyone can now back these managers. And it's weird because in the summer I was saying, this is it, it's last chance saloon for Pozzo. I really like the appointment. I like the, the voices that are coming out of the club. What they're saying, I thought was really positive. I, I'm just absolutely speechless. What has our club become? What honestly, what is it? Because we are an absolute laughing stock. We embarrassed to support this club at the moment. Absolutely embarrassed. And <laughs> I, I guess what I'll say is this is this this is worse than no, I'm not gonna go that far. I'm not gonna say that. I was about to say it's worse than Bassini, but it's it, this is nearly as bad. I mean, this is absolutely moronic. It's so fucking stupid. Sorry to swear, but how? How is this? I just I just don't get it, guys. I don't get it. Louis, we, we've been swearing here for ages. Not, normally, not with any good reason. We're just foul-mouthed and potty-mouthed. That's it, really. Uh, so you coming out and being emotive is no problem. That's what we're here to do. We're here to gauge how everybody is feeling and to collect that. That's 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 all this is. So we're not we're not trying to be be clever or or be uh, uh, insightful here less necessarily. But this is an opportunity to gauge how the support are feeling um, okay, can, 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 at can, any time after a game or after a manager. Go on, Louis. Make it. Need to get through to everybody. Mate. Yeah, well, well. I just think, and someone said, if we go one 0 down at Stoke, it's going to get really, really toxic. Because I, I just find, in previous occasions, we've sat managers that they've sort of they've appointed someone, it's had a good bounce, and then everyone sort of forgets about it. This is it. This is a change. I think now, now the whole the whole support they've lost the support base now. And if we lose to Stoke, and if we then have quite a bad run on the Savin Village, I think I think I think it's curtains, it's banners, it's protests, it's singing Pozzo out. Get rid of them. That they're clearly not fit to run this club at all. Um, uh, yeah, I, I feel like we're now what Udinese were four or five years ago when they were saying you're prioritising Watford. Um, I'm done, guys. Uh, get get rid of them. Honestly, get rid of this Italian bloke. I'm so done. Louis, I'm not even going to ask. Thank you, sir. Thank you for coming on. Don't worry about. Uh, you know, if people need to emote, they need to emote. Alex, going to come to you in just a second. Just want to take a look at a couple of the uh, the the. the Tweets that have come in. Uh, Rob C said, with strategy, list a basket case. I'm so angry. Uh, lots of pots are out. Embarrassing from the club, says Louis Teixeira. This is stupid. What happened to the comments made when Rob came in by the board? Two months is not time for a rebuild. Gino lies. It lies again. Very disappointed. Sorry, Gino. Scott lies again. Sorry, I should say. Um, they didn't give Edwards enough funds in the transfer window. They haven't given him enough time. Insane. Where the hell do we go from here? More of the same, I'm afraid, everybody, because it's going to be unsurprising to hear that. I'm going to I'm going to try to offer some sort of balance, which is kind of really weird to a weird sentence to try to say is the fact that the last two times we got promoted, we fired managers and it, it created something in the group to be able to eventually kind of get moving. 
am I out of my mind to be looking for a, a, a anything positive out of this whatsoever? You let me know. Alex, sir, if you want to hit your, your mic button, you can come on and let me know. Yeah. Um, what's the quote? We'll be supporting Rob Edwards, Kamahala Highwater. We believe it will deliver what we all want, a sustained, successful football club we can all be proud of. Um, club at the moment. Taking the mick out of me. I'm utterly embarrassed to support this football club at the moment, which is not right. I, I, I just, I cannot, but I can't, I can't believe it. I, I'm in shock like a lot of the people here. I, I, it's for me, I'm just fed up. I, I just don't want to spend another penny to do with the football club. It's, it's just ridiculous. I, 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 we're a laughing stock. You're going to see every single media outlet now in the mick out of us. And I'm embarrassed and disgusted. <laughs> to be a fan so you'd like to say sayonara to uh, or uh, bonjour no or whatever it is to say goodbye to people yeah in, uh... I, mean, I, I think it's unfortunate I mean you know you've got the whole be careful what you wish for but is there anything worse than this is there truly anything worse <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's about time I, they always run it as a business as well and they're just running it into the ground at the moment I mean if they have any type of think of resale they are completely running it into the ground um yeah i I just think i think it's a panic i think the finances aren't as rosy as you think and i think they need the money to go up um that's the only thing that can justify it really if they're thinking of long term you maybe say sit in the division for a while and rebuild and but to me it's just a knee jerk that shows that they need the money to go up um yeah I, I, I'm truly, I'm embarrassed. I, I, I'm not proud of the club. It's a shame. <laughs> Don't feel proud at all. I, I'm disgusted and embarrassed, genuinely. I never thought I'd ever say that about the club because I love going to support it, but no, I, I, I'm just done. I, I really, really am upset and disgusted. The club has been in dark places. Cheers, Alex. The club has been in dark places before. Let's not forget one thing here. We are the club. The supporters are the club. The supporters are the longevity of the club. So. You know, if this is going into a dark period and that's how you feel, that's fine. I get that and I appreciate that entirely for everybody. But don't lose sight. We are the club. Mr. Fincham, sir, Peter, how are you doing? Um, I would say tickety-boo, um, but but clearly today is up there with one of the darkest days. Um, having worked for an Italian company on a number of occasions and spent a large amount of my unglamorous career backwards and forwards between various Italian places. There's one thing you can be very, very clear of. He doesn't really care what we say. He'll do it his own way. He'll do it his own way until he decides he doesn't want to do it that way anymore. And the only currency he understands is that of money. And therefore, as a fan base, you've just hit the nail on the head. It is our club. But as I've pointed out and as others have pointed out, until you have a, a, a credible alternative for him to sell to, he'll continue doing exactly what he wants. And therefore, this fan base must come together. It must come together behind a an organisation or a group of people who is not going to start talking about right-wing backs, not going to start talking about sporting directors. It's going to start talking about an opposition to one man's monopoly over the decision-making process, a man who seems to have lost all reason. I think that there is a time now for something like the Supporters Trust to really reinvigorate with people behind it. 
And, and quite critically, when you go into Vicarage Road, do not buy a burger, do not buy a pint, do not buy a replica shirt. This is the only currency this man will understand. He doesn't, I'm sure, care what people think about him. Because if he did, he would not have done this. He would not have allowed a statement to be issued in the summer that said, the change we've made and what Rob will give us will solve communication, solve identity. He will become the face of the club and the custodian of the values that Watford FC is all about. Let me tell you, the custodian of the values that Watford FC is all about died five years ago. And we live on. We are his acolytes. And he wouldn't have stood for this. And nor should we. But just talking about it and getting all excited about it and tweeting about it is not going to make a blind bit of difference. The currency of sterling, euros, dollars, whatever, is the only thing this man will understand. And therefore, I appeal to you, I beg you, do not put another penny, do not put another penny behind those tills until something changes. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There's Mr. Fincham there talking about that. We've got to talk about, as I said earlier on, we're going to have to get to the point about talking about what we need to do uh, from this point on. Um, it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting one. That's all I'll say. Right. Oh, blimey, guys. Sorry, I'm so sorry. We're trying to get through everybody, but obviously people have got things that they want to say. Let's go to George. George, if you hit your mic button there, George, you can uh, say what you want. Uh, Harley, Josh, how are you there? I can see you there. Um, got a few more people there, Chelsea, to come to as well. So, uh, Josh, you've been uh, you've been quite damning about it in recent weeks. I imagine you are even more so today. Very. I'm disgusted. I'm angry. Um, I'm not happy that Billick's now the manager. I don't want him. I don't care anymore. And I give up. Um, and I think it's now us as fans that are Pozzo out to make our voices heard. Otherwise, we're going to see another few years of this continuously over and over again. And whoever works with the 1881, we need banners. We need help with that because... If we're good, if we're just going to sit there every game and allow it, then we're going to get nowhere, and we're just going to be what Udinese were five years ago. Like we are an absolute embarrassment, and I guarantee we've spent more money on compensation for managers than we have on the defence since they signed and brought us in 2012. I could be wrong, but with the amount of managers we've had in the last nine years, especially, we've probably spent millions. And it is a joke. And I'm surprised. And that's probably why we're in debt. It's a fucking joke. And I'm sick and tired of it. It's embarrassing. And it's got to get to a point now where we've got to boycott and, and get these owners out because they're making us an embarrassment to English football. And it is a disgrace. George, I don't mean to make your day any worse. Thank you for calling there. I'm not going to ask you about that. But um, I am going to unfortunately confirm what's now on uh, WatfordFC.com. WatfordFC confirms Slavin Bilic as its new head coach on an 18-month contract, subject to receiving the relevant work permit. He replaces Rob Edwards, who, along with assistant Richie Carr, has left Vicarage Road. As with all decisions taken by the board, I believe this change to be in the best interest of the club, says Hornet owner Gino Pozzo of the move. Um, anybody has got... Uh, uh, hands and uh, fingers and their socks off so they can count on their toes will know that that's what he said about the last 16. We felt that Rob had enough time to show us the identity of his team. However, performances haven't reflected our hopes and ambitions. Now we must move forward. And in Slab and Billich, we have secured the services of an experienced coach who has recent experience of promotion to the Premier League. And then it gives you a load of blurb about Slab and there you go. So, so he's coming, uh, 
He, he's in absolutely for certain. Uh, let's just go to uh, Jay, Jay Solo, otherwise known as Josh to me, because I'm old. Josh, how are you feeling about things today? Um, not good. Um, we've, I think everyone, well, most people are potters out by now. Um, but we've got, I mean, there's no, there's no point in sitting there. You know, we've got to, we've got to support the team and get back to the Premier League. We've got to, we've got to support Beach as a coach because the Premier League's ultimately where, where we want to be next year. So I think we have to sort of give Bidge, um our support. He's not who I would have wanted. I'm sure he's not who anyone would have wanted, but we've got him. We've got, we've got to work with what we've got as fans. We've got to get behind the team, in my opinion. I, I, you know, genuinely, as a coach, I mean, he was fantastic for Croatia. I mean, don't get me wrong. He had some very good Croatian players and teams. He has got pedigree. He has got up, you know, West Brom. He had a reasonable tenure at West Ham. In any other circumstances, I think I'd probably be going kind of, you know, eyebrows raised going, oh, yeah, okay, fine. Um, I think you're right. I think we need to support the team when they're playing. We need to try and get behind them. But um, uh, I think it's it's fair to say that the, the room, we always talk about reading the room, is very much around what has to be done to, uh, to 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 move to a thing where we are closer to, as Pete Finch had mentioned earlier, the ideals of a certain Graham Taylor. Um, it was interesting he said that. I'd been thinking mm-hmm. a bit earlier on, um, you know, what would Graham have done? And Graham would have been, his, his first position would have been to try to support the manager. And I appreciate everybody who, who isn't necessarily, you know, kind of constantly hearing about Graham Taylor if you weren't living through it. But, you know, he was a man who knew how to run a football team who yeah. knew how to run a football club and to communicate and to live alongside and be a thriving part of the community. Um, yeah, yeah, very difficult, yeah. very difficult. Um, also, just a few other things. You know, I was just looking at some of the listeners you got on here. You've got, well, I can see people from Luton, Coventry. The whole league and country it must be just laughing at us. Like we said in the summer, um, you know, Edwards is a man, you know, who'll change our identity. He'll stay there for a year. If it doesn't work, fine, we'll back him. That hasn't happened. And we've just been completely neglected as a club compared to, if you look at where Udinese are, you know, they're out competing Juventus, one of the biggest clubs in the world. They're competing. I mean, it's unlikely they're going to continue this form, but if they, if they, they're going to be in a title fight, the way it looks, with De- well, the De and better playing. But, you know, obviously we're never going to be competing for the league, but you've got to ask how are they doing so well? And we are rotting in the championship. Well, yeah, yeah, very much indeed. Very much indeed. Josh, I'm going to have to move on to everybody, mate, because there's so many people that we need yeah. to, uh, we need to need to get to speak to. Um, I'm just going to add in, I believe Mr. Moore, Roy, if you hit your mic button, you should be able to let us know what your thoughts are. Hello. Hello, mate. Can I swear? You are in the right place if you what's wish the, to, guys. If, the, if you don't like swearing, I'm absolutely. Right. I'm fucking digging a hole today, and I've just heard about it, and I'm just like, what the fuck has happened? What has happened to our club over the the last few years? It's just, I'm, I'm normally, I've been, I've been staying away from Twitter over the last few months because I think it's become a little bit. Everyone's flagging each other off, and everyone's. But actually, today has just been. What has he done? What has he? What has he done there? Promised us fucking this, that, and the other, and it's my. I'm telling you now, my piss is boiling up. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And I'm. Everyone knows me. I'm. I'm ever the op- optimist. You know. I just just want to support my club, support my team, whatever. Come fucking hell or high water, and I actually mean that. Um, 
what I'm, I am just lost for words. And I don't know. <laughs> Fans have got to come together. I don't, I don't know what's. <laughs> I am just absolutely. Well, <laughs> one, one, thing, one thing I would say is if you want to take the, the route that Peter Fincham um, was suggesting about not putting another pound in the pocket of uh, the club by drinking their beers, etc., go to the bunker, get your drinks in the bunker. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and, and don't put any more money in the pocket of of of, uh, of Gino. Oh, it's, I've, I'm I'm just I'm listening to all the list, all the all the talkers that's like over the last sort of twenty minutes or whatever, and I'm just agreeing with everyone. It's something something has to give, and not I find, and I'm I'm even thinking to myself, fuck me if I'm even saying that <laughs> something something's gone something's gone horribly wrong there. Well, Roy, I mean, this is this is, and we 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 hope it is the place where people come to let us know what they're thinking and yeah. take a barometer on stuff. Um, but I think you know when 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 Pete Fincham, who is yeah, uh, loads of respect for that man, absolutely. And when he comes on and says this is this is a dark day, you you know that you know the club is taking a. a, a a different look. He's also come on and said, "What does it matter whether we support the team or not?" This is on the email on the Twitters. Um, on pitch success, will just extend this horrible mess. So, look, it's it's a day where everybody is feeling, and we can hear it from you, sir, more than emotional um, in terms of everything that's going it's on. Fucking, it's almost like I want to just fucking cry, and I'm I'm a big old boy, <laughs> and it's fucking upsetting. That that's upsetting today. Absolutely. Don't, don't do all of that and give the man 10 games. Sports Social, now on the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament, covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part. Whether you're a diehard fan or an occasional bandwagon jumper, you're supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. Well, I mean, you look at uh, Boris Green, they fired their manager at the, at the weekend. Um, you know, they you know, we've 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 gone in and and taken the man away. We can talk about the contract and all you like, but if you're going to go in and get somebody, at least go and bloody well support him. And we haven't done yeah. that. Thanks, Roy. So yeah, we, no we, hear, we hear it all. We get it all. We're going to be be moving through uh, to people so that we can try and get to as many people as we can. Chelsea, we're going to come to you there. So uh, if you hit your mic button, you should be able to tell us what you're thinking. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, the the, the biggest shame that I feel for you guys is that. Rob Edwards really gave Forest Green fans the identity of their club back. And I know that there's a few FGR fans in the chat and I'm, I'm sure they'll kind of agree. But I mean, we had those torrid couple of years under Mark Cooper. Yes, he got us promoted and we'll always be grateful for that. But it was so blatantly obvious that he didn't want to be a manager, particularly a manager of Forest Green. Like he just, it didn't seem like he was asked about anything. We then had Jimmy Ball and he really reunited the fan base and kicked us onto something good. And then... We got Rob Edwards and, you know, it was it was evidence within, you know, by Christmas, 
that everybody in that team would run through a brick wall for him. Every single player couldn't have done more. You know, you look at the interviews he had, the way that he supported the players, the way that he praised the players, that he, he took accountability when things didn't go right, which is something that's so rare in, in sport, you know, as, as far as the managers are concerned. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, it's, it's everybody else's fault apart from theirs. Um, and, you know, we, we were devastated when we lost him as a, as a fan base. I think we all knew it was coming. And the bit that hurt was the fact that it, it was so undercover. Um, and honesty and integrity was something that we really rated Rob for. I mean, I worked hospitality for a couple of games with Forest Green last year. And Rob even made a point of coming up to, you know, the members of staff that were serving vegan burgers and, and chips to the guests and shaking their hands and saying, you know, it's a good game for us. How is it up here for you? Does anybody give you any grief? Is everything okay? And I think what you guys need is you needed that unity. You need a legacy that you can get behind, that, that you can have pride in again. And, you know, regardless of the results, if you'd have given Rob till Christmas, I've got no doubt that he would have transformed the team and the club into something that you guys have pride in again. I think that's the biggest shame of it all is that you've really lost a manager that has uh, got a track record of really unifying a fan base and, and making sure that everybody, you know, wants to spend the money at the ground. They want to buy the merchandise they want to interact in whatever way they can and yeah i think a lot of you know there'll there'll probably be some fgr fans that are laughing at this thinking well there you are rob we all told you we all called you a snake when you left and you know i'm sure there'll be a few people that are raising a pipe to the fact that he's gone but i'm personally devastated that you know regardless the way that he left forest green i think he could have done something really special with you and i just from from a, a, a total outsider's point of view i just can't understand the decision whatsoever well Chelsea, thank you very much for coming on and being magnanimous enough not to, not to crow about it. I'm not so sure I'd have been quite so magnanimous. So well done, you. You win there. Um, Harley, let's get Harley in. Sorry, guys, everybody's waiting. Chelsea, thank you so much. Sorry for, for, for the long wait, but obviously we've got loads of people who want to come on and uh, and let us know what everybody's thinking at the moment. Harley, you hit your mic button. You should be able to uh, come on <clears> and let us know what your thoughts are. Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, hey, yeah. Yeah, I'm just a bit overall confused. I don't see a single, like, I genuinely don't see the reason that Gino Pozzo has done this. I think he's just completely got rid of all the fans that were, the remaining fans that were on his side. I think he's just completely turned the whole fan base against him. I don't think any Watford fan has a bad word to say about Rob Edwards. I think we all saw that he had his teething problems. And I think that we, he was still getting to know his squad and his best players didn't have full pre-seasons and there was all uncertainty on some of his high quality players until the end of the transfer window. And he had issues, but he was learning and he was building. And as we were promised in the su- summer, he would build something proper and something sustainable and something that we could follow as fans and and grow and build with the team. And Slaven Bilic, I mean, I'm not going to say he's a bad manager. He's got a great pedigree. He's had success in many of the jobs that he's been in, but he's not. He's not what we were promised to get out of Rob Edwards. We were promised to rebuild the club, rebuild the attitude, rebuild the culture. And an 18-month contract for Slavin Bilic, for me, doesn't do that whatsoever. And yeah, Pozzo's out. I can't see how anyone else can see it any differently. Harley, beautifully put. Very articulate, sir. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. I appreciate it very, very much indeed. Let's go to, let's add in, Simon Parkins. Simon. Simon, you're, I, I appreciate you've had questions uh, previously as, as uh, kind of a regular contributor on the on the Sunday service and uh, listener here. So it's it's lovely to speak to you, but uh, obviously it's a very shame about the uh, the circumstances. What are your thoughts? 
if you go back to how we were under Graham Taylor, we were at the forefront of what running a good club looked like. In the low days of the 80s, what went on with football violence and so on, the family club, we are now the worst club and culture in the entire country, bar none, possibly the bloody world. And there's an absolute chasm between us and the next worst. I get everything that people are saying about the Twitter angst and so on. I think we've got to protest. I think I agree with exactly what Pete Fincham said. Yes, get the trustee involved. Yes, take money because that's the only thing Gino seems to understand. But we've got to go beyond that. I think we've, we've got to protest. This is the last bloody straw now. You can't say we're going to change our culture. We are going to back the manager and then still go and do exactly the same thing. Still be associated with Mogi Bayer and all the nonsense and the potential court case and everything else around that. This this is just, and as the last caller just said, this has now got to be the thing that brings us all together as fans because I don't see how anyone can now say they support Gino Pozzo. How can they? Well, I mean, if anything, uh, Gino Pozzo's legacy is clearly going to be the fact that he's managed to unify the fans, but completely against him is probably the unintended, uh, the unintended element of it. Lots of people saying, well, you know, GT is no longer and he was a one-off and we can't replicate him and, you know, they're, they're not wrong. But this is about what you're thinking and what you're feeling. Thank you very much for that. Let's bring on um, uh, Chris. Chris, you've been waiting there, Chris Kidd, for ages, and I do thank you so much for doing so. Will, I'm coming to you after, sir. So uh, there you go. Chris, if you hit your mic button bottom left, you should be able to let us know your thoughts. Well, I think our club is an absolute joke. The Pozzos need to get out of this club because they're ruining the fan base, and I'm not happy at all. I don't know what they're going to do, but I think we need to stop going to games or anything. But this is not fair on the fans that love their club. And poor old Graham Taylor would be sick. Yeah, I mean, I've just sat there and said, you know, Graham Taylor is uh, is a one-off and he's in the puff. But yeah, I do. As I said earlier on, I always think, what would Graham think? And, you know, if you had somebody like Graham there, it, he, you know, and anybody in that boardroom, that we would implicitly trust. They would be saying, be steady, wait for this. Don't, don't, don't prompt this. Don't, don't knee jerk react, try and build, which is what everybody's been wanting. So you're firmly in the, uh, in, in the move on and move out category. Yeah. Yeah. I'm basically out of pot. So I, I just don't see any, what they're doing. I'd, I'd rather some one come into the club, just, rebuild the club again because it's just becoming a joke now well said chris chris great call thank you sir really really appreciate it. i'm going to be move rattling through people here sorry guys uh will you should be able to uh, speak now yeah thank you mate we got you we've got you there i just um i just wanted to touch on the fact that the the owner seems so out of touch there's a constant pr nightmare around the club now um I feel like this sort of there was such an attempt to lift the spirits with Jao Pedro's contract extension, um, and then they sort of tried to balance it out with this, but it's just completely backfired on them. Um, and going forward, I can't see what the project is. How are you supposed to unify people with Slavan Bilic? I don't feel like there's enough relation with the fans there, and there's no project there on eighteen month contract. It's 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 all short termism, isn't it? Um... It's all, you know, this is, uh, somebody mentioned earlier on, you know, they need the, they clearly need the money of getting promotion. And this seems to be yet another uh, 
last roll of the dice. Um, I mean, and I did mention at the start that obviously the last two promotions we've got, we did it by having fired the manager midway through. But that isn't, that's, you know, correlation doesn't equal causation. It wasn't because we did that. It's because they got it wrong in the first place. I think in this instance, most people and almost everybody is sitting there saying, we had somebody that we could identify with. We had somebody who, as Chelsea, who came on from Forest Green Rovers and was very kind-hearted and articulate about the fact that she could actually make sure that there was a uh, you know somebody who would get behind the fans and connect to the fan base and get the players on board all of the things we need nobody but one person that i've seen has turned around and said rob edwards has been the issue he's been the cause i really i really don't get it well thank you so much for hanging on all that time i'm going to go into uh, uh, sam Sam Uko, um, who basically, uh, Sam, you might bun. Sam and uh, Jacob Felshaw from uh, WJ18 interviewed um, Rob when he first joined, along with uh, the guys from, from the Rookery End as well. Sam, if you hit your mic button, let us know, uh, let us know what your thoughts are now that, uh, uh, you know, regressively, Ed, you know, Rob Edwards' uh, tenure has seemingly come to an end. First and foremost, um, I'm gutted for Rob more than anyone else, to be honest with you. Um, I know performances were weren't great at all, um, and you know it, it was a work in progress. But I think we all sort of knew that if he was going to succeed, we'd have, we'd have to give him time, and it was going to be sort of a real test for Gino Pozzo. That after our first run of poor results, whether he'd sort of stick or twist, and he has twisted and shown that he hasn't changed his ways, which for me is so frustrating, so disappointing. Because for me, Rob was that I, I genuinely thought he was the man for us. For me, Gino Pozzo has to go now. Um, I have been on the fence before. Everyone knows I've tried to remain as positive as I can because I think it's the nature of being a football fan. I think to try and remain positive is, you know, a sporting club like Watford is the way you're going to survive, really. But I think this is sort of indefensible. indefensible. Um, People talk about Stuxbury going, Giretta going. Um, The one constant throughout the troubles of the last few years has always been uh, Gino Pozzo and I think he's the one who has to go um, I'm not too sure sort of what the immediate um, uh, resolution for everything is and who to come in to buy the club um, would be but I think I think this is it now and I think we've seen a massive turn in the last hour or so from the fan base where a lot of fans are now sort of seeing uh, similar things to what the likes of you know I, I, the likes of you know some of the speakers that you've had on here have been saying for the last few months or so. Um, I'm just so disappointed because I don't like the term, for example, that we've been lied to because I think it's just such a strong term. But I think we have been lied to, to be honest with you. And I know sort of the infamous the infamous fan committee meeting, which we haven't heard from since. Um, we were whatever we were told in there pretty much nothing has come to fruition at all and it was all a sort of a PR stunt it seems and I'm just absolutely I'm not even angry to be honest I'm just numb I don't know if anyone else sort of gets it I'm just numb now uh no I agree I think uh I think almost inevitable Watford feeling nowadays is almost to sigh grumble and then avoid your friends who support other clubs who are going to come out with the same line every time. But I mean, I, it, I, I, exactly I, that, mate. I just, I, I feel like I used to be able to, whenever Watford sat to manager, I used to be able to defend it in a way. 
because I feel like, I don't know, let's go with, I don't know, first round Kike, results weren't good enough. Walter Mazzari, um, you know, didn't get on with the fans. Marco Silva wanted to leave. He used to find ways of defending it, but now there's no way of defending it at all. I, I said at the uh, when when the when the transfer window closed because obviously you know opinions have been divided between those people who were already questioning the the current regime you know and they will see this as a day of um, you know a, a day of, of of their warnings being being basically called out and, and and coming to coming to fruition for want of a better phrase nobody's going to be gleeful about that everybody wanted to get behind um, you know the guy and we were we were possibly being more patient. As a fan base, with, uh, with with Rob Edwards, than we otherwise might have been, because we have been told we are going to have a change of uh, direction. We're going to have a change of heart. We're going to make sure that we're kind of support. I mean, the phrase "supporting him come hell or high water" is 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 the one that uh, is, is going to you know going to hang Duxbury in terms of in terms of that's that's going to be the his petard on which he's hoisted. Anyway, we shall see. We shall see, Sam. Thank you, mate. I appreciate it. Uh, yes, obviously, no problem, mate. A lot of people, obviously, and I can see some comments coming up saying, well, you know, here we're going to, you know, what are we going to hear? We're going to hear the unofficial statement of the club and then going, oh, right. No, no, I think this is genuinely, this is the, this is the bridge too far. This is the straw that breaks the camel's back and other rubbish metaphors are available. Pidge, sir, if you hit your mic button, you can um, Hello, mate. tell us what the thoughts of TMA TV. Oh, God, mate. I'm pissed off. I literally just come come back from town, turned on my computer and this, this crap came up and it's like, oh my God, really? So yeah, I've just had, I've just done a quick pod as well on TMA um, and got, I had Callie and Phil Smithson on from the Watford discussion thing and yeah, I'm just flabbergasted. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really pissed off and um, don't want to say too many swear words because there's ladies in this um, space as well and I'd just like to say just, um, Pozzo, they've got to go. They've got to take Duxbinger out with them now because Sam's right. We are, have been lied to. Yep. We have been lied to. Fair enough, mate. You got a you got a funny background noise there. Sorry, it might be uh, might be me. Um, I don't know, mate. I'm not sure. I've got it all quiet here deliberately, but yeah, apologies if there's a bit of a <laughs> background. That's uh, right. It goes. It goes a bit. Anyway, let's, let's not worry about the audio stuff. That's that's fine. Uh, there's there's Pidge's point, and uh, I presume Pidge that your uh, your is your pod's going to be available up on YouTube already or very soon? Yeah, it's already up, mate. I, I did a lazy okay. thing with Streamyard, so it's already, it already gets downloaded. It's, it's already time to muck about, but yeah, no. Well, uh, well, also well done for two year anniversary for um, do not scratch your eyes. Well done, boys. Oh well, that's that's for Justin and Carl. I'm this Johnny come lately. Yeah, you will Oh, where's he gone? Where's... Oh, we were talking to him there, but never mind, he's gone. So, uh, sorry, Pidge, we'll, we'll catch you later. Uh, Kev, Kev, if you want to hit your mic button and let us know your thoughts. Sorry to get you there all that time, mate. That's all right, mate. I just um, tuned in to listen. I'm, I'm obviously, I'm a Leeds fan. So we went through, <laughs> I suppose, one of the worst period oh, yeah. of, of our history with the likes of Bates and Chilino. Chilino seems a lot like the puzzles, sacking managers, sacking them, sacking them, and, and just I don't I don't know. I it's it's terrible for the fans because you know he's a he's a young manager. Why did why did they not give him a chance? It just seems really silly to do what they've done this quickly in, in the season. And it's <sighs> They just seem to have this track record of not giving anybody a chance, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's weird because obviously, you know, and thanks for coming on, mate. I really appreciate that. Um, the the fact that we mentioned before, you know, kind of, we would we would be sort of used to it because it's been their kind of modus operandi. It's been how they've kind of run the ship and they've done it, in fairness, to, you know, reasonable success. Rewind three years and that success has really tailed off and the, the communication and the feeling with the fans and the identification with uh, with with the club has, has just dro- dropped off a cliff at the same time. Um, and, and we really felt, and I think the reason why you'll have heard so many people turning their decisions, you know, anti the potsos in this case, you know, is the fact that we, we've had some good times, unlike you know when you had Chialino, which was just kind of bizarre from from day one, wasn't it? Um, we've had some good times, but we were promised that we were going to be changing direction. We were going to be changing the the way we were dealing with everything. We were going to get behind somebody and try and support him, and they they bought in quote unquote what everybody been asking for, which was an innovative young, ideally British manager, and they did that and they brought him in, but they just did not support him at all and we've been left with this very very wonky looking squad imbalanced squad that everybody plus and you know, but for and against the the regime has been calling out and they let him down in the transfer market and you know it's 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 so disappointing but uh, you you've got you've yeah. got an, you've got an odor in uh, I can never mention his name Redrizani is it um, yeah Who's done? Who's done well by you over the last few years? So that you know, this is an equal opportunities Italian owners podcast. Um, so what can yeah. we do? Well, yeah. look, mate, it's um, it's strange when you say that because obviously we've we've had. Uh, we've had Italian owners, Chilino, you've got Italian owners, owners. We've got a much better owner now in Radrizzani, but he's made mistakes as well. So, but I just, I just don't understand this, you know, 10 games in, sack him. Why? And then you're going to bring in Slavin Bilic, who, let's face it, he's a, he's a good manager, but I, I'm not sure that he's the one that will take you forward. No, agreed. Uh, agreed. Look, thank you so much for joining. Really love no the fact that, really love the fact when we get uh, people from other clubs who come on and are so reasonable in terms of their 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 their, their positioning to it to it to everything. Paul, I'm just going to add you in, sir. Hold on, let me do that. Add you as speaker, Paul P. I should uh, you should be able to talk now if you hit your mic button. Uh, hi, thank you very much. Um, so, no worries. Thank you very much. I'm calling in from the USA, so I actually live in uh, New Jersey, but a huge Watford fan. And um, good to hear you. Yeah. No, what are your thoughts from a couple? Sure. No, I think it's it's an interesting one. I'm, you know, my son's also a big Watford fan. So he bet me that Edwards would be sat before the international break. So I'm not sure if I win that bet or not. Um, but ultimately, I think if we take out the fact that the, the you know what the Pozos apparently you know, said in regards to that we're going to invest in Edwards and he's going to be here for a period of time and give him the space. Um, you know, on the on the playing side and what we've seen so far, it doesn't surprise me the decision that's been made. I feel that there is a lack of identity. There does, doesn't seem to be a cohesion across the squad in terms of what we're trying to do, how we're trying to play, um, and on top of that, you know the substitutions. When we are making mm-hmm. substitutions, this have seen have seemed odd. Uh, underlying the the lack of the players' commitment, maybe to Watford. You know, I think we've all witnessed Ismailia Saar, you know, who has been a fan favourite, 
it may be frustrated that he didn't get he didn't get sold, but he doesn't even look like he wants to play, even though he's getting paid. Uh, and maybe that has also helped force the Pozo hand in terms of having to make another decision because he's one of their crown jewels. Uh, and if he doesn't want to yeah. play, then his price is you know, deteriorating quickly. Um, so, you know, I am frustrated. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, I thought, you know, Edwards seemed like a good guy. Uh, you know, he said the right things. He was charming. He was warm. Um, and I think that, 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 that was positive at the same time, you know, we're not in and around the club each and every day. And if, if they're witnessing the fact that, you know, the nice, he's just, he is a nice guy, but the players aren't responding they're not seeing a change in their development, uh, then I'm not surprised, uh, by the decision that has made been made at the end of the day, the Pozo family have invested a significant amount of money into Watford. I'm not saying they haven't made a significant amount of money in Watford, but over the last couple of years, and maybe what they foresee is, you know, that investment is at risk. And they're, you know, we're all aware of what's going on in the world at the moment in regards to the economic climate, et cetera. Maybe there isn't a long list of people queuing up to buy the club at the moment. And so um, they're having to make alternative decisions. I do think we've been misled. Um, and it is that is frustrating. I'm also upset for EA Sports because obviously we, uh, I think the Watford manager should be faceless uh, on EA Sports uh, with the new FIFA coming out today, uh, already out of date for Watford, which is probably not a surprise to many. But you know, that's just some of my thoughts. It's just it's it has been a difficult watch this season. I understand some people might be sat there thinking, well, he's not able to make the right substitutions because we haven't invested and brought in the right players from the transfer window perspective. But come on, guys, we've still got good enough players in this squad to compete at the level that we're competing at. And, it, uh, and you know, I, I'm just, yeah, it's, it doesn't surprise me. It does frustrate me. Um, but I, and I, ultimately, they're never going to change. They are who they are. Paul, Paul, thank you, sir. This is the place for, for your opinion. Whatever you think is, is the important thing here. doesn't matter whether people agree or disagree. Um, after the Blackburn game, when we did a Twitter spaces and we were talking about, we, you know, kind of when the game came against Sunderland, if it wasn't a good performance or a good result, would you boo at the board? At the uh, at the director's box, or would you boo at the bench? Um, and, and for me, I said I probably boo at both because I did feel that even with with what he got, there was that in game management, those substitutions. There didn't seem to be a lot of coherence at times. That with that notwithstanding, I think everybody wanted to give this guy some support and an opportunity to build it. Um, but also, as you said there quite rightly, the Potsos haven't supported him. They haven't given him the the players that he needed to. Play play the formation for which he was very, very well known. Very well known indeed. Paul, thank you so much for uh, for, for coming on. Mal, Mal, sir. Hi there. Hello, Hello. mate. Hello. Hello. Oh, oh. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's, I won't say it's fun being a Watford fan. Let's say it's uh, interesting. It's shocking. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Shocking. I'm Go on, Mal. What are you thinking, mate? A shock today. And that. But uh, wasn't it Ranieri who said uh, the manager's door is like a McDonald's door? <laughs> what? There's not many Happy Meals in there, I shouldn't imagine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dear, oh dear. And, and also, what, what I would like to see, um, Elton said he's going to come back and get his hands dirty. Get him back now. Yeah, I don't. I, you know, I get that. I just, if if I was if I was Elton's age with Elton's money, having just kind of toured the world for about I don't know four 
pandemic interrupted years, I'd be thinking I need a bloody lie down. Um, I mean, I've been on here for about half an hour and I feel that already. Um, it, 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 but look, we, we will see. We have to, we will get onto the conversation. I don't think it's one for today of, uh, you know, <laughs> who do who do we want? How do we bring things uh, you bring things to a head? Uh, Mal, you've always been you know, kind of very positive but balanced. Pot so in or pot so out at this point? I think they've got to go now. We, all the fans have had enough. This is why I say about bringing Elton back is to bring stability and and love back to the club for the fans and the board. And can you imagine, we could have a fantastic concert every other week as well. That would be good. Like That'd that. be brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Mal, you're a hero. There's Mal, everybody. Loving that. Loving that as always. Guys, we, we're trying to get through to everybody. Sorry, sorry to, to hold you all there. So we will go to Mo. Mo, I, I think, I th- oh, hold on, hold on, what's going wrong here? I think, Mo, I believe you may have an allegiance to, uh, to, to, to the Gunners. Would that be correct? If you hit your mic button, you can come on and talk to us, Mo. Hi, uh, mate. Yeah, um, I'm a uh, gooner, but um, that's fine, but mate. My what, mate. What are your thoughts living, on the chaos living, of Watford? Uh, living in Hops, yeah, my mate's been Watford. Um, we we have a group chat, and um, he's been joking for the last what seven years about oh, when what one Watford manager after Watford lost, we uh, all go, oh, Gracia out, Flores out, as a joke. When he said um, Edwards out today, we just started laughing. After the Sky Sports notification, I was actually shocked. I was just, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, 11 games. Like, 11 games is nothing to get your players ready. I mean, at least get to Christmas after the World Cup. But 11 games, like, after Mikel Arteta, example, he went for a really, really bad run. Relegation form. But they stuck by him, got him through. And now, yeah, look, they're reaping the rewards. But Watford, 11 games. Imagine being a Watford manager now thinking, if I lose a game, I've got the board on my neck. And um, I've seen many bad owners, especially in the Premier League, but I say Watford is probably one of the worst. And my mate, who uh, normally supports the Pozos a lot, even he put uh, Mm -hmm. Pozos out this morning. Shout out to Nathan. Um, But yeah, the fact that he put Pozo out this morning, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see... uh, if they, if you guys bring banners to your games, because I think they need to see that. No, no, it's fair enough. Well, look, thank you so much for coming on. It's this is lovely hearing from from other fans who are coming on, and they're not just ripping the mick out per normal. Because let's face it, I probably would. Um, they're, they're trying to be quite sympathetic because they know kind of what it's around. Tim, Tim Rose, um, if you want to let us know, what are your thoughts? Hi, mate. Hello, you're right. Mate. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's Watford fan time, isn't it? It's uh, it oh, is what it is. What did what did you think when you saw oh, the news? How are you feeling? Well, I'm normally a very mild mannered guy, um, but I was devastated first of all for Rob Edwards. Um, you know, I think after every game this season, I just chatted with my um, friends that kind of viewed the games with me to my my two boys, and one thing we noticed every time is. Basically, what we'd said between us as a group of um, fans, Rob Edwards would then come out and say in his post-match interviews, which was so refreshing to to hear him say it. I felt he was learning um, uh, kind of game by game, making some strange decisions. But then, in a one sense, wouldn't we all, if we're all in charge, we'd all make slightly different decisions. Um, and I think kind of with that... Um, 
as well. I remember when uh, Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool came to us in our first season in the Prem and we beat them 3-0. And then look what happened. Um, you know, if you stick with a manager, you've got to go through some really tough times till they get their, um, you know, they get their, their stamp on the club and move things forward. And um, yeah, it's just devastating today. It's, it's just what is this is, you know, as you said the analogy before, this is the straw that's broken the camel's yep. back. You know, it's the, today's that step too far. And, you know, um, Pete Fincham's always been a, you know, um, a really interesting guy to listen to, you know, agree with him or not. But he, I think he's right today. This is a, this is, it's a sad, sad day for our football club. And I, I fear for the next little while. I really do. Um, because I've, I don't know if anyone else has. And there's never, there's not really been any whispers at all about potential new owners. And I think this will be the problem. You know, we, we, we want new owners, but, but who and where and, you know, and with what? I mean, we've been so fortunate with the pot. So, there, you know, there's not many, you know, desperately trying to get their hands on clubs the size that we are. Um, and that's the concern. Yes, agreed, agreed. And and the concern, I suppose, here really is, is whether or not this is a, this is a, 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 a you know, I hate the phrase, but a marriage that has run its course. Is it a, is it a question of, uh, you know, you know, thank you, we've had some good times, but let's be honest, this is where we now need to kind of part the ways. And if we do, who do we go to? Will Gasper, Will, if you hit your mic button, you should be able to let us know how you're thinking. Uh, we're going to be winding this up in about the next five minutes, guys, because... Uh, People from work keep trying to ring me and try to talk to me, which is just which is really, really inconsiderate of them. Will, what's your thoughts, sir? Hi, guys. Um, uh, it's I'm speechless, really. I, I, this is like one of my days off, and I, I saw this, and I saw, you know, um, people reporting it, like on the Athletic and on the Watford Observer. You know. Oh, it's international break. You know, this is where they usually pull the trigger. And I was just like, that is an outrageous joke to make because surely there's absolutely no chance it's going to happen. And when I saw it today, I just like, I, I really lost for words, just absolutely dumbfounded. And, and I have always tried to um, find whatever positives I can. I think Sam was talking about how, a lot of the ones before you could you could try and make sense of them and try and understand and have always tried to do that. But at this point, I was like, I really, I really, I really don't. Um, and and there's you know we've got players like uh, Davis and Hauser uh, who've like come in, and I'm sure they would have been sold. Like the fact that we had Rob, Rob would have sold them on his ideas, and now we got them, and we kept Zhao and stuff, and. And where do we go from here? Because it's just like I think we've really shot ourselves in the foot. And yeah, I've been a, I've been a huge supporter and 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 trying to stick up for the positives and stuff. But I just I I, I can't. Uh, yeah. Um, Will that was that was as articulate a summary of I think how everybody is feeling, which is you kind of start off with speechless, and then you're going, what on earth are they doing, Daniel? Daniel, hit your mic button. You should be able to talk to us. Hello. Hello, right, sir. Last call, and then we'll uh, we'll let everybody kind of uh, adjourn and get on with the work day because uh, you know people should be working today, I suppose. But uh, what are your thoughts on all of this? So it might be controversial, but if we get Billich, which has been confirmed, and we he have, does yeah. get us promoted, and he was yep. sacked. To be fair, he shouldn't have been sacked from West Brom after that Man City result. If he does get us promoted. 
why would why would we argue that he shouldn't have been? And I am very much for Edward should never have been sacked. But if Billich does get us promoted, do we then face another? He gets us into the Premier League, and then he faces a couple of rough results, and we're back into trouble. Very possibly. I think the, uh, the, the 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 thing that's got everybody is the fact that they said they were changing and they, they being Scott Duxbury at the time, who was the mouthpiece, said that they were changing direction and that we weren't going to be keeping on doing this. Initially, we remember them saying, well, you know, they looked at managers as two-year projects. Not many of them lasted two years, let's be honest, but they looked at them as two-year projects on the basis that if they perform well, somebody's going to come and nick them, a la Marco Silva, the only one that immediately springs to mind. And if they fail, we want to get them out of the door straight away and that they wouldn't hesitate doing things that were in the interest of the club. I think the problem is that they said they were going to be trying to go to a model that we could all identify with and what they've ended up doing is actually kind of changing that that direction and, and really kind of sitting where things were and as they were, which it, which feels cold, hard and mechanical and very hard to identify. Is that is, does, does that sound reasonable or am I missing it? And I get your point. Well said, Dead. Well said. Come on. Oh, well said for coming on and saying this may be controversial, but if he if he takes us up the end, justifies the means because that's your opinion and you're very very welcome to that thought. Well, Javi took us to a FA Cup final and so on he 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 did but he lasted four games thereafter um you know they they have always been let's face it they've they've shot early rather than waiting too long to to not make a change the question is is do do you identify with the club um with this particular model seemingly still in place rather than what was what was committed to which was something to build etc well, we might not know. We might not know. Well, Daniel, look, thank you very much for that. Fair, very fair for coming on and saying, well, actually, look, if this if this if this does pay off, then then fine. But we can always have another uh, you know, another roll of the dice, I suppose. Justin, sir. Justin, any any last thoughts? Um <laughs> well, my, only, my, my only last thought, Peter, is where do you stand? Because you've asked everybody else. Um and, and so at this stage now are you pot so in or pot so out? And I've said it a couple of times on here, which is what would Graham have done? Graham would have cautioned them to have been to, to to have been steady, to have wasted their time, to have done everything they can to support the manager, and they haven't done that. And they're not doing that. They are basically spinning the wheel every single time and hoping that it comes up on jackpot. Um, and I think it's it's a cold, hard, mechanical way of doing things. And I think for most people. It has now got to the point of saying, no, I want something to identify. I want something to build. You know, when you hear people like Alex coming on and you've heard him increasingly over the last two to three months, finding it really hard to, you know, stay on board with everything um, and, and the club and many other supporters as well. Then I'd say we have reached a natural point whereby it would be good for him to be moved on and allow the club to move on to its next era. I think we can be, as, we, as we've said now for, crikey, it almost feels like a year now, it, you, you can be grateful for what the Potsos have provided us and still want to move on to the next piece. People will also say, sarcastically, be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for has not become bad advice overnight. It is still there. It's a reason why the league should have something called a, you know, a, a, a true and proper person's test. You know, we heard from uh, one of the guys on from 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 Leeds earlier on. You know, they had uh, Chilino, absolutely bonkers. 
Pozzo would have would have would have would have cleared through the fit and proper person's test. But you also have people like Reva falsifying, uh, you know, uh, bank documents to kind of prove that they've got money that we kind of knew they had. There's been all sorts of strange things. I think it is time to come to uh, what what's the phrase? Uh, amicably uncouple with them. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I, th- I mean, I just didn't see this coming. I don't think any of us did. I think there's been a lot of shock and disbelief on this on this space. Um, and I think now, you know, results are going to be crucial. I think it's if results don't start turning more positive and we don't start winning more games and seeing more positive football, I've got a feeling that um, people are going to start voting with their feet and being a little bit more demonstrative. They will do. They um, will do. A cu- a cu- just a couple of things. We put out um, a... a- episode one series two of um the world versus carl this morning and somebody has actually put on there and said when they when the guys had spoken to uh to andrew french he did he'd interviewed rob edwards that morning um we recorded that back in basically it was still kind of pre-season uh that particular one it doesn't date so we'd recorded it and held it off until the international break uh we did the same thing with tomorrow where you're going to have neil dunham and sarah Priestley from the uh 100 years of the vic exhibition as well so th- those have been in the bag so we he, he didn't have a, a conversation with us having just spoken to rob being being departed at the time just to let people know i'll put that out on twitter as well but um no it's a it's a very very sad state of affairs Everybody is saddened by this, um, but and and yeah, kind of relatively speaking, horrified. When somebody like Pete Fincham comes on and says, "Look, this this doesn't this doesn't bode well, um, and this is a dark day, and this is what you know what what needs to be done," you know, in terms of you know, there speaks somebody with uh, with with experience of uh, of uh, of these kind of regimes not behaving bad, you know, not behaving well. And, uh, and and what we need to do, and the most important thing is, we need to come collectively together to try to uh, to try to move it on. I think the next one will be really us talking about well, who the who the hell can we, you know, uh, bring in? How do we how do we go about attracting new uh, new owners to potentially kind of be interested in buying a club uh, like Watford uh, at this particular juncture in history? Um, going to be interesting to see guys thank you so much for bearing with us we saw the news and we just spun it up to see if anybody would uh would want to listen in and and uh and join in thank you for everybody who's contributed everybody who's listened as always uh we will knock this into a podcast and get it up uh on the oh, on the on the podcast uh, soon and look out for the world versus cold because that the idea of that is a bit of fun seems a funny odd day for that thanks guys see you soon come on you horns Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.